You're listening to the Podcast Detroit Network. Visit www.podcastdetroit.com for more information. Welcome to the Retro Detroit Nerd Fighters Podcast. My name is Ian, the well-informed, and I'm here with Randy Walker, and I'm trying to remember who you are. Um, <laughs> you said your name was Ian, right? Yes, my Ian, name is Ian. Ian. And folks tell me that you're, uh, that you're well-informed, right? Um, just me. I, just I don't get okay. that. <laughs> I, um, I'm... I'm Surpri- and I'm uh, surprised you remembered who I was. So I, I'm trying to remember. Your name is Phil the Philabadger, correct? That takes me back. That takes you back. That name. I haven't heard that name in so long. You haven't heard that name in two months. <laughs> <laughs> Feels like an eternity, though. Yeah, I know. Like. I keep going to these conventions like Astronomicon and Great Lakes Comic Con, and um, now, you're living <laughs> your best life, Ian. I'm living my yes, I'm living my best life. If uh, money wasn't an object, but that's <laughs> <laughs> but <laughs> that's, that's uh, not the case anymore, from what I hear. Yeah, but I. Um, Let's talk a little more about that a little bit later if you Yeah, don't well, mind. We'll, we can come back to that. We can come back to that. All right. Thanks. Um, so, um, Phil, um, have you heard about all of the information covering um, Anthem? <laughs> um, that it's... Uh... That it's pretty terrible and um, not doing too well and is even crashing PS4s on, on occasion. Yeah. Crashing them so hard that you have to pull out the power cord. Yeah, I I heard that when you played the National Anthem, you, people started throwing bricks. But, <laughs> but I thought that, I was, might, I thought that was just when Roseanne for, was singing. Only when Roseanne was singing. <laughs> um <laughs> I wouldn't say that, but that's what I've hey, that's what I've heard. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but no, like what do you uh uh think about EA oh no Anthem like having uh PS4s uh breaking consoles and other things. <laughs> well it makes me glad I never bought it. You happy you never bought the game? Mm-hmm. I mean, I hear that it's pretty fun, but that's what I hear. Um, but there's just a whole, just I'm hearing of a whole host of technical issues and stories kind of bland. I'm, you know, I'm sure it'll get better over time. And if I were to buy it, I'd probably wait until that story gets a little better. Yeah, it's a lot like No Man's Sky, but significantly worse. <laughs> I heard that it's opening weekend. It made 42 uh, they sold 42,000 now which which opening weekend was this because it had about three or four from what I understand uh like between all the weekends between all the open betas and the pre-order bonuses and it had like three or four opening weekends and I don't think any of them went well um none of them yeah no none of them went well um there was an open beta like a month before the game and that uh they got a lot of attention from that they got a lot of good press Mm. from that but then when uh there were some leaked skins that like kind of sort of showed the price of it Mm. then Mm -hmm. people just um uh People are like, "Oh, these skins could cost as much as twenty dollars." Yeah, you can you can get a you can get a decent indie game for that for that same same amount of money. I mean, I don't want 
yeah. Like not to not to plug up uh Mighty Morphin Power Rangers game, but yeah, you could get a good indie title for that amount. Yeah, or you could buy the season pass for Far Cry Five for that much. It's you know it's on special right now as we're recording, but but yeah. uh, wait, video games have seasons now. Yeah, for you know seasons with uh, containing DLC and they call know. it a season pass, and from. Um, Usually, most season passes cost anywhere between twenty to thirty dollars, and you get all the DLC that's released in a given season. Most games have only one season. There's there's a handful that have gone on to seasons two and seasons three, and like yeah. uh, Street Fighter Five, I think, is one of them. Uh, Street Fighter Five, um, any of the yeah. Injustice games, a lot of a lot of fighting games go into multiple seasons. I mean, I forget. There is one company whose uh, season pass is um, oh, Dead or Alive Six. Yes. That's it. Yes. Their season pass is ninety dollars. Ninety two. I think I've heard. So. 90, that was a good either way. Year, it's, it's, it's like you can buy like a game and a half for that much. You can, yeah. I mean. That's it's ridiculous. Must, That's, I mean, if you, I mean, we're not here to tell you don't buy it if you're into Dead or Alive Six. You know, I mean, buying that season pass, it's kind of like, uh, for lack of a better term, um, not Dead or Alive. It's more like Dead on Arrival. But <laughs> yeah. yeah, I I just don't have the time to invest in fighting games. So that that whole world is unknown to me. I mean, I'm not. I'm not willing to spend a hundred fifty dollars on a game. It's um, you have to really, really, really like a game to spend that kind of money on it, uh, or just or have even or have more money than sense right now. Yeah, I mean, all all the people in this room have. A lot of sense, so <laughs> thank goodness. Uh, <laughs> we we keep our sense so we don't uh, spend them on, on uh, needless DLC packs. <laughs> kind of reminds me of the guy who uh, – the story I read about the guy who spent, I think, uh, $500 on uh, Apex Legends trying to get a really, really rare skin. And when he finally got it, he didn't really feel like it was worth it. That's, uh, I did not hear about that. Mm-hmm. And that's um, that's like microtransaction type. Yeah, stuff? yeah. Loot boxes. Um, our old friend loot boxes. Old old friend loot didn't, boxes. Yeah, he didn't say you know what the what what type of uh, loot he was going after. I'm telling myself it was the pink Darth Vader, but who knows? Yeah. And that's the default costume. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so um, it, when I finally get around to make a game, that that'll be the default costume. <laughs> Ah, <laughs> oh, but uh, until next time, right? That's right. Ah, <laughs> uh, but no. Like speaking of um, um, things that don't have microtransactions in them or loot boxes or anything along those lines, did you um hear about a guy named Reggie Fizame? I, I'm hearing his body is tired now. No, his um, or his body wants to go somewhere else. It's it's not ready any longer. Um, I I thought that his body was always ready, but that his mind is tired. <laughs> maybe maybe that's what it is. I, yeah, he's uh, you know, he's. He was uh, president of Nintendo until very recently, hmm. and I handed over the reins to uh, to, to who, who did he hand the reins over to? Oh, he he handed uh, the kingdom uh, and the keys over to Doug Bowser, or for, just, um, for we'll just call him Bowser for short. Well, a 
let's just stick with that. We'll just call him <laughs> Bowser. He's giving uh, Bowser the keys to the Mushroom Kingdom, basically, <laughs> and all the that, other kingdoms within Nintendo mm-hmm. as uh, CEO and president of Nintendo of America. That's right. That's right, and uh, yeah, there, there's no escape now. I mean, he's got Mario and Luigi tied up in his office from what from the pictures that I saw. I just I don't think Mario would look good in a business suit, though. To be honest, be Luigi a little more, I'd... but <laughs> but uh... I would thought Luigi was the brains of that operation anyway. <laughs> you think that he was? Um, Mario's like spokesperson. <laughs> no, he's more not so much the spokesperson, but he's more the guy behind the scenes that keeps everything uh, running smooth. That may be true. That's why he's um, so scared of people and ghosts, probably because mm-hmm. he's but used it, to the business side. Exactly. Exactly. Ah. <laughs> uh, uh, but that's just a theory, not a. Matt Pat game theory, just a business it, it, logic theory. Yeah, it's a retro Detroit Nerd Fighters theory. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but no, like, I keep seeing, like, stuff like Reggie Fisame and then other. Um, this might just be a correlation, but we see places like EA, Activision, and Nintendo now um, letting go of staff. And. Um, I hadn't heard of Nintendo letting go of staff. I mean, they're not letting go of uh, staff, like 10% of their staff or 8% of their staff. They're just letting go of one person. They let go of one of their top people, which Mm. is Reggie. That is, yeah. You know, and it's a a tough corporate world out there, so. Yeah, I mean, to a level, I think it's more... It's unusual to see um like gaming lose some of their staff and I think that I there's something going on that um these companies are not telling us what I think it is. I I think I think I think these uh these uh CEOs of the AAA companies, you know, your EAs and your Activisions especially, I think they see a crash coming. They see. I think, they, uh, I think they see the business model for AAA games is kind of uh, getting kind of top heavy, so they're trying to get out while they can and get out with as much as they can, which unfortunately is contributing to the top heaviness, in my opinion. Uh, maybe I, mean, I I can't say for sure, but mm-hmm. it's just maybe something's going hey, something's going wrong on their end, but. It's there is a lot of um, there is like we said uh, last episode uh, we were um, dig back into the archives for that one folks yeah <laughs> we were talking about uh, Fortnite and how they uh, they had the um, the I. The um, I forget the name of the Epic Launcher. I think it's what it is. How they have the Epic Game Store? You mean the Epic Game Store? They have that store, and how they have uh, more people within that store than the Steam does right now. So maybe it's because they, ha- um, maybe because the gaming market has now a new competitor in that arena. Mm-hmm. But I could be wrong on that. Yeah, I mean the Epic Game Store is shaking things up, from what I hear. They do they do pay their developers a little better, from from what I hear. So, and there still needs to be a uh, a what's it called a a union for <laughs> game developers so that they can uh uh have a better chance of keeping their jobs and not have uh, not, not lay off 10% not, not, of their staff not lay off 10% of their staff after a year of record profits 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, that's uh, that's just my uh, small opinion on that. That's I do believe that within gaming industry that there is something going wrong as a whole instead of um, things like Activision and EA just randomly letting go of a great percent of their uh, staff. Yeah. I mean, I think, I think it's, you know, it's just, you know, it's just a way for, for those companies to, you know, not just make money, but now to make all the money. And, you know, we have to, if we have to cut staff and make, uh, you know, make products that aren't quite as good, then so be it, you know. I mean, if we can, if they can get you hooked on microtransactions and, you know, we don't need to make a, they don't need to make an entirely new game. Just need to make better, better looking guns and costumes. Yeah. Be just, you've got to keep being creative. And so there are jobs that will continue to circulate. And I mean, yeah, to that point, like EA, they, need you can't grow too big too fast within a business it's um not conducive to a business to do all the avenues mm -hmm. it's just it's not yeah growing too big too fast is just not sustainable in the long run yeah there's (laughs) there's uh people can be a resource but you can't take too much from them because at the end of the day, you got to make a choice between being able to live and uh, uh, playing a game, and mm-hmm. then how you, one is bigger than the other. And are you uh, starting to consider, you know, the the working conditions at the at the companies when you when you uh, make a game purchase? Um, I mean, for the for the most part. Uh, yeah, like I, I know that Nintendo very much treats their uh, employees very fairly, and everybody there basically loves working there for the most part. And you see the, and and I think you see that reflected in the final products too. Yeah, a good, um, good engagement or positive motivation is a great motivator mm-hmm. not uh not like uh not like the constant fear of you know well even if my game does well i should still get cut you know, so i'm just not going to sink that much effort into it i'm just going to do enough to get by and you know i'm gonna gonna on the slide you know be be looking for looking at the want ads that's what I think is going through the head of some of our some some game developers, especially at your EAs and your Activisions. Mm. Yeah, could be why I haven't bought anything from Activision in several years. And I, and and like I would probably. I, I would probably buy Apex Legends now just to, <laughs> just because I hear really good things about it. But, mm-hmm. it, but I the, hear I hear it's really good. It's free, it's free to play, so you know, don't have to put any money down if you don't want to. Yeah, but they, but that's what um, Apex Legends is. What's keeping EA afloat right now? Mm-hmm. And in fact, and it came out of nowhere. It, yeah, yeah, it, it just showed up one day, and here it was, and everyone's talking about it. Yeah, no, mar- very little marketing, and mm-hmm. for some reason, um, the Streisand effect actually worked on it <laughs> in a positive way. Mm-hmm. Uh, EA tried to keep it down, but then it ended up uh, being it's. Um, it's one, lifeline right now. It's it's lifeline right now, and in fact, it's starting to. Sh- uh, um, things like Anthem are starting to. Sh- uh, 
show because a few days ago, if you uh, hadn't heard, EA is uh, pulling out of their presentation for E3. Oh, that I hadn't heard. I'm surprised you didn't. Um, uh, well, once, once Sony put out of E3, I've you know not been paying that much attention to it. So, yeah, I and mean, I may be wrong, but I feel like they um, they don't have as much money as they did before, and, and maybe so they not- don't. Maybe they don't have anything to show either, which is. Which would be kind of depressing, actually. That's a shame, given that they brought out uh, two games in February. (laughs) (laughs) You know, and maybe they, you know, we know they're working on stuff, but maybe it's just not anything ready to show. Maybe it's stuff for uh, PlayStation, you know, PlayStation 5, which is the, you know, rumored to be uh, coming any day now. Well, not really any day, but relatively soon. Um. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It, and you know, it's, if there's no PlayStation Five or whatever it's going to be called, you know, for EA to you know EA to show what they're working on, you know, then you don't want to step on the toes of the platform holder. Certainly. No, do you um, want to? <laughs> um. I am a little bit worried. I am considerably worried for um, what's its face. Um, the people. Oh, I'm worried for Bioware that this um, that they may devolve as a company. <laughs> you know, when EA certainly gained the reputation, you know, fairly or unfairly, can you know can be debated, but the evidence is there that, uh, you know, when, when one of their studios makes a bad game, time to, time to close it down. And yeah. uh, certainly there's a lot of fears about Bioware as we, we all have fond memories of, of stuff they've made in the past. For now, EA is saying that uh, Bioware is going to be okay. Um, but let's, let's revisit that in six months to a year. I hope especially so. if and you know if Anthem isn't able to get its stuff together. Absolutely. I I um I would have liked to see them at least get 100,000. <laughs> my <laughs> that's my POV on Anthem. Right. I would have wished to see them uh sell 100,000 copies so that they can um uh Look at least like they will stay afloat because it does look like a good game, but not the type of game that I would, uh, not the type of game that I would buy because of I pay for the game and then there's microtransactions in it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, even even you know taking the microtransactions out of it, it just doesn't seem like my 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 jam. So, um. I'm still working my way through uh, Far Cry Five right now, so uh, that's that's what I'm working on now. And then, I'm not sure where I'm going after that. Probably take a little break before New Dawn, Far Cry New Dawn. So, I mean, a of the few of us here, you're probably one of the happy few, though. <laughs> <laughs> oh, how did that? How did where did that get out? <laughs> Yeah, after all the mean things we said about it, I I ended up buying a copy of We Happy Few. Hey, I, I couldn't resist. I found a way to get it for twenty bucks. So <laughs> my only question is, um, should I come to your house now and I can um, uh, bash on it like a Mystery Science Theater three thousand <laughs> episode? <laughs> Well, is it is it meme worthy? <laughs> <laughs> I I didn't think it was. Um, the whole the you know it was kind of like it kind of to me felt like Bioshock meets The Last of Us with and uh, just it was kind of a kind of the pace was kind of a little slow. Um, 
the game itself was fine. It just the pacing was weird, and the whole time I was playing it, I wanted to get back to Far Cry. Mm-hmm. You know, see what's going on in Hope County, Montana, and get that uh, situation sorted out. Yeah, it's, um, but, uh, living. Um, which game are you talking about when you talk about that city? Oh, that's Far Cry Five. Okay, I'm just making sure. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, no problem. Um, but no, um, but like we were talking um, a little bit about um, how EA and these other companies weren't uh, paying their developers a good wage, right? Um, have you um, ever heard of a uh, federal um, uh, a federal program for people with disabilities called subminimum wage? I have not. No. Um, go ahead and um, tell us about it. All right. Uh, I'm sorry in advance, though. Um, for people who don't know, and they would. Uh, guess that most people don't. Uh, what some minimum wage is is uh, how it's calculated. Is say you have a disability, like a physical disability, maybe like spina bifida or thing, uh, something along those lines that affects your job performance. Sub minimum wage. What it does is. Uh, adjust for how much work you put in. So say for instance uh, I um, I write 2,000 lines of code a day at my job. Uh, what's some minimum um, if I were getting paid minimum wage to do that which in this society wouldn't be the case uh if somebody who had a like physical disability uh, had that same job and they did say two thousand lines of code, they uh, that person would get paid say twenty percent of what I made. So because they're doing twenty percent of the work, they're doing twenty percent of the work, mm-hmm. and to that I. Um, uh, federal government is looking to try and uh, get rid of that program and the problem with uh, getting rid of the program and not doing anything to do that is um, should I say uh, it would make a make those jobs disappear. Mm -hmm. But I'm on the belief that these people who have a physical limitation, who say do 20% of the work, they should at least get paid minimum wage for the most part Mm -hmm. because um, at the end of the day, they need to strive to uh, uh, make a living. From my opinion, mm-hmm. um, uh, what do you think? Um, it sounds like a sounds like a good it sounds like a good and worthy program. Um, kind of goes to my belief that our government is run by supervillains nowadays. So, um, just kind of have to put our head down and get through it, get through this uh, dark time right now. Um, yeah, but but on the but on the same token, though. Um, if you're if if someone's only getting paid twenty percent for doing twenty percent of the work, do they does somebody else come back in and do the other eighty percent, or how does how does that work? Um, it depends the company. Like there are some places that uh, they make their whole staff. Um, uh, they hire. Uh, their staff based on that uh, physical disability or 
So, but then there are other companies that, oh, they don't like the, um, they do get paid more than minimum wage and actually uh, make like the financial decisions and are actually managers within the company. So mm-hmm. there is room, um, there is room to diversify your um uh, your work staff mm-hmm. in that and you know certainly any program that allows you know a person to earn earn a real living doing a real job and have real dignity is certainly certainly a good a worthy program in my opinion i mean i understand to that i feel like if if those people with the uh, physical limitation working paid uh, a minimum wage that would help drive um, employee engagement. And um, there would be a lot of uh, positive motivation to go around (laughs) Mm -hmm. if they were, if you, if you treat them like anyone else, they will, uh, feel confident about themselves. Oh, uh, and I know. <laughs> uh, a, a because I know that um over time that um like nobility or um helping people out because they deserve it is kind of um. R M O, correct? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I uh, that's um that's what I uh, think on that. But um, but no. Um, have you heard of um any uh articles or uh hoaxes that um um over the news over the last couple weeks or a few weeks that uh, I mean I saw this creepy this creepy statue um that was you know started showing up in a bunch of kids videos um and supposedly was urging kids to uh either hurt themselves or kill themselves is um was but I I heard that was a hoax is that one of the ones you were thinking of I mean I I may be right like I did see this video where there was this um, chicken with a giant, uh, like, lady head for a uh, body. Yeah, but, it kind of looked like the uh, – it kind of looked like some of the faces from Beetlejuice. Yeah, it looked a lot like Beetlejuice or something you see out of, like, a Japanese anime. Mm-hmm. Like – but how would a if it wasn't a uh, um where did you hear that story? I'm sorry, <laughs> I kind of just picked it up, picked up on it from you know various uh, sources um my wife's in a couple of face group Facebook groups. I kind of went nuts over it, but I never really understood what it was all about, so. Um, he said, "If a if a child went to this video and they saw that um, they saw a number that connected their phone to um, there was a chance that she would call them and tell them to kill themselves." And it kind of it kind of sounded too much like the ring to me. So, uh, like that that's. That doesn't sound right. It, it doesn't. It and I mean, I mean, we're both kind of experts in the YouTube space, right? <laughs> like experts, I mean, a little strong, unquote, but like not experts, but we we have considerable know-how about how YouTube works. Yeah, I think we have some. We have a little bit of insight, and um, it just didn't sound like a thing that could happen. 
it really didn't. And and how YouTube sets up its like searches and stuff or recommended channels is through uh, search topics. Say, for mm-hmm. instance, I'll give an example. I watched this guy. His name is uh, Maximilian Dude, and his not to plug him, but he uh, puts out video game fighting content uh every once in a while on my recommended tab it shows that uh his parent channel called yo video games Mm -hmm. but i if i go to yo video games or maximilian dude i'd never get content around like uh mma or people being cut into pieces that'll mm-hmm. never happen because youtube wants me to keep watching i'll never they, they're see gonna that. they're gonna suggest things that you're kind of sort of maybe interested in based on your history because they want you to stay on the platform so you watch more ads if it starts showing you stuff you're not interested you're gonna go somewhere else yeah exactly the point and so I mean, you might get the weird, weird one, weird MMA video that kind of slips in there, but that's what happens when your feed's generated by a robot. Yeah, you might, you might maybe once every six months, exactly. you might get an MMA video, but that but, won't, but that won't be enough to chase you off the platform. Yeah, I mean, the only way you could see momo challenge from the start is if you looked up if you were to actually look for momo challenge if you looked for momo challenge or uh uh suicide videos Mm -hmm. (laughs) and that's where you would probably find it It, children don't even know how to spell suicide (laughs) let alone find it (laughs) Yeah, my, my my son still needs my help to find uh, train videos on YouTube, so I don't think he'll be looking for the Momo Challenge anytime soon. Exactly. <laughs> so YouTube actually, uh, for once on our podcast, actually has its um, eyes dotted and T's crossed. They mm-hmm. actually do a good job. Mm-hmm. So yes, so that is the good news, but unfortunately – the media is getting it wrong. As the media tends to do. As the media is now tending to do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but um, do you know another topic that um, the media is getting right and YouTube's getting right? Um, getting right. That's a that's. I have not heard of one lately. I mean, Can you help me out. Um, I, um, I like, um, what's it called? I like listening to Little John. Um, one particular song is, um, um, it's called Shots. <laughs> if you know what, I know this is a stretch of a joke, it is but a stretch, it's yeah. a stretch, <laughs> but yeah, I I hear that there are more and more people who are not vaccinating their children. <laughs> oh, yes. Yes, because uh, because uh, a supermodel told them not to. And who's that supermodel? Jenny McCarthy. Jenny McCarthy from uh, many movies and also... Um, Playmate uh, Centerfold. Ah. Uh, and I, that's, I mean, that's too bad. I kind of like. Her. I am I getting the right person when I, I when I think uh, Mike and Molly. No, no, I'm getting. The <laughs> no, that's Melissa McCarthy. That's Melissa McCarthy. Okay. Nope. So no, Jenny I'm, McCarthy was on Singled Out back back in the nineties. That's where she. Fo- that's where I first heard of her. Um. And she found her way to Playboy and, you know, started buying into debunked. Uh, okay. And started Thanks, buying. Randy. In- <laughs> Thanks, Randy. Thanks, Randy. Um, this is why I um, not attracted the blondes. Um, 
But no, a um, little bit of a joke there. Um, but no, like uh, a, a lot of these parents are saying we're not going to vaccinate our children. But then now, then and now. But now, uh, yeah, but now uh, we're having outbreaks of these previously eradicated diseases. Because- and uh, – and uh yeah the uh the the social media platforms are starting to you know they're starting to restrict the uh the anti-vax content which in my opinion is a good thing um, I, I mean i'm all i'm all for the marketplace of ideas but when something is so thoroughly debunked it kind of you know kind of does need to go into a dark corner and never come out again i mean one of their uh one of their main topics is that um, if you uh, vaccinate your children, that that will cause autism. And to that regard, um, one, it doesn't. It's been proven that it hasn't. And two, proven again and again and again and again, even by studies that have been funded by anti-vax groups. Again and again. Yeah. And even if it were true, autism isn't all that bad i think that it's not the, it's certainly not a, not the death sentence that might have been at one point in our history i mean i mean i know one person who's kind of the leader of a podcast group but <laughs> uh that's on this podcast network but i'm not good at saying names i'm just know that my name is ian but that's <laughs> uh mm-hmm. that's just being, I'm just being matter of fact about that. Oh yeah, exactly. Yeah. But no, like, please, vaccinate your children. Uh, um, measles, measles sucks. Measles suck, and mumps suck, and um, spader neuter your um, polio sucks. Polio sucks. Yes, smallpox sucks. Um, Chickenpox. Not a fun time. Not fun. I've I've had it twice. My <laughs> and a lot of my family members have had it. In all They're honesty, I don't fun. remember. In all honesty, I don't remember if I had chicken pox or not. Yeah, I, it is. It is not fun. But I know uh, it's not fun. It's not fun. <laughs> but no, I uh, no, but. Vaccinate your children so that this doesn't spread too much. Please. Uh, and I know I get it. I uh, mainstream um, uh, uh, places like um, I know it's not Big Pharma, but I know that that <laughs> um, uh, vaccination thing. I know that vaccinations are a good thing and are led by these um, um, led by these bigger companies to do harm to people. It's not the case. Uh, but yeah, that's all I have to say on that. I mean, you'd think you you think if it really was big pharma doing a doing a doing a prof a making profit. You know, there'd be there'd be uh, measles drugs, you know, drugs to treat measles, not to prevent it. That would uh, it would be have marked up to high heaven, but there's not. Yeah, Amy, like one of the big reasons why things cost so much in big pharma is ineffective data, and mm-hmm. within the reach uh, within the R and D, the research and development team. So. Um, mm-hmm. Do we know anyone who, like on this podcast, who's uh, looking for a job and um, knows a lot about uh, R and D <laughs> and knows and knows a few things of, and knows a thing or two about crunching data, uh, crunching data, yeah, and just being a reporter. And I, I think there's at least one. But <laughs> are you, are you're not going to drop names, are you, Ian? No, I just know my name is Ian. <laughs> okay, got it. <laughs> but no, um, but did you hear about the uh, 
new um the new old game that is um like uh what's it called Fortnite that's uh bypassing Fortnite. <laughs> no, you mean Minecraft? No, Minecraft is back. Minecraft is Minecraft has been here, but. I'm talking more about the lines of a game that's been out for, I want to say, over 30 years. Uh, just made just made itself a battle royale. Oh, really? Yes. Are we? Is it? Is it Super Mario Battle Royale? No. Uh, it's um. It's actually, I kind of like to see how they do that. Um, Mario, Mario, with in the style of the original Mario Brothers in a you, battle royale, that would be wild. But they'd have to bring in Waluigi, which they will never do that. No, because it's not a sports game. <laughs> it's not a sports game. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? But uh, no, the name of the game is called Tetris Ninety Nine. Oh, I, I've heard of this. Hey, I, I've actually. Kind of bummed. I you have to have a switch to play that because I'd kind of like to give it a go. Hey, uh, here's hey. what you um, here's what you do with Tetris ninety nine. You buy the switch. Uh huh. You download it from their store. Uh huh. And that's it. It's really? completely free. No. It's a free game. So can you can you buy skins that uh, that can uh, insert various Mario characters into the game? What kind of microtransactions um, are we talking here? We're talking about um, um, no microtransactions. Really? That's oh. unheard of on this podcast, isn't it? Well, <laughs> my mind is blown right now. Yeah, saying I would say the same about Reggie <laughs> Fizeme, but <laughs> yes, a. People picked it so, up. So what he, basically Reggie's retiring so he can become a pro at Tetris 99. Is that what I'm hearing? No. Do you think these two events are, are related to each other? Um, no. He's, can I pretend he's, they are? Yeah. But <laughs> yes, yes, you can for the moment. No, he's, um, he's leaving in April, though. But um, he's, he's leaving. Hey. He's more than likely leaving because the new um, Animal Crossing game is coming out, and he oh, wants to yeah. play it with his kids. Yeah, that'll do it. That would do, do it. it. That would do it. Yeah. Oh, that, uh, uh, that Tom Nook is getting. Yeah, he's rough. <laughs> yeah. Uh, just how much money that is going into. Uh, uh, Animal Crossing, but <laughs> to build that expensive house that you so want, I'm hoping that uh, within this game you can make a house that's three stories instead of uh, two stories like the last game. But that's just me, though. Mm-hmm. Um, speaking of high cost of money, um, did you hear about the three people who were charged for fraud from a uh, GoFundMe? Uh, was this the couple who partnered up with a homeless guy and quote unquote, yeah, quote unquote, and then they got like four hundred thousand dollars, and then it all disappeared. Um, yeah, and then um, it, Everyone to now is it's looking kind of sketchy. Yeah, it's yeah, it's a little bit sketchy, but uh-huh. for the most part, like out of the three people, one of them is um, still seeking trial, but the other two, um, one of them is getting ten years, and the other is getting twenty years for uh, fraud. Ooh. That's uh, that's rough. That scheme didn't go well. Yeah, and I mean, it seems like at the um, it seems like uh, for our title for this episode, it should be called "Go Fraud Me," mm-hmm. but because um, 
a lot of these uh, crowdfunding campaigns are ending up, um, I mean, not a lot of them, but things enough, of this nature are enough ending that up. Enough it's a thing. Um, enough to get a, a garner a lot of attention toward um, – It's happened enough times that we, we were able to come up with the go fraud me term. Yes. <laughs> I mean it kind – I'm not saying that with Mighty Number no. 9 that they were committing fraud. They weren't. But, <laughs> but yeah, there are a lot of um, – a lot of people who don't know how to spend money. <laughs> But in this case, not. But that's um, that's what I'm trying mm-hmm. to get at. But no. Um, but no. Is there anything else that um, is worth mentioning? Um. Is there anything else? Oh. And I, um. There is one more. <laughs> um. And that's um, the new pictures from Paramount Pictures, right? Oh, um, is that the one with the weird-looking hedgehog with yes. the weird, creepy face? Yeah, they um, they so nick the character in the bot. <laughs> oh, yes, <laughs> yes, yes, yes. They, um, they unfortunately. Re- <laughs> Uh, Paramount Pictures unfortunately saw a picture of Sonic the Hedgehog that doesn't look anything like Sonic the Hedgehog. They 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 probably saw the designs from Sega and said, "We can do better," and we know they can't now. <laughs> yeah, Sonic yeah. looked perfectly fine on the box for Sonic and Sonic Two and Sonic Three. I mean, no. I mean, it's, you got to come up with something new. It's not a hard design. No. I mean, you, uh, but no, that's, um, I mean, I could probably do a better job in Corellra, but, <laughs> <laughs> but that's, that's going way back. <laughs> wow. That, that is a callback. <laughs> But no, um, do we um, have anything else? I don't think so. Um, all right. So, Phil, uh, where can we find you? Uh, you can probably find me trying to get a remote play for PS4 to work. Um, now that that new update is out that lets you do it on your iPhone. Um, hey, you can find me at Twitter at eInformed or even a website under that name uh, informed with an A dot com yes right. okay yes um, with that uh, thank you um, and don't um, forget to be awesome don't forget to be awesome DFTBA thank you